It may be the weekend, but there are no days off for the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Saturday Show with Adrian Lizer and Jake Hatch. Can't wait. Can't, 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 can't wait. It's all weekend, baby. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. to the Saturday show. We are live today at Larry H. Miller Chevrolet in Murray. Come on by, check it out. 5500 South State Street. We'll tell you about all of their great deals here in just a little bit. But Adrian, Joe Ingles, he is a guy who is a man of his word. That's the biggest thing I can say. This guy, PK interviewed him when he had just joined the team, came back, and I'll, I'll, we're going to we're gonna hear the Joe Ingles interview from earlier this week, but I want to give a little bit of the backstory on how we ended up with this long-running series on DJ and PK. Mm-hmm. PK was doing these one-on-one interviews with Jazz players during his, uh, Joe Ingles' rookie year with the Jazz, and he w- would go over there, interview a player, it seemed like weekly. He came back one day and said, guys, there's a guy on the Jazz roster, his name's Joe Ingles, and me and DJ both kind of looked at each other like, okay, what of it? <laughs> and he said, he needs to be a regular guest on the show. We're like, he doesn't even play. <laughs> what are you talking about? And so we pitched it to Jazz management, their PR people. At the time it was Jonathan Reinhardt. They said, yeah, let's do it. And I have to say, in the five-plus years, we're going into the sixth year this year with him, uh, it has been – an incredible, incredible interview series. Yeah, totally. And the fact that uh, just the evolution of Joe's career through the series itself. Yes, absolutely. Like he can't, like you said, he wasn't playing, and he was a guy that had been cut by the Clippers on while his wife was on a plane from Australia. Well, his then girlfriend, now wife, yeah. Renee. Yeah. Yeah. While she was flying over to the states to catch him in a basketball game, and he got cut. And he's sitting by this, Doc Rivers, and he can't talk to her. She's in the air. He's thinking, he's like. When am I going to tell her when she lands? I just got cut by the team yeah. she was coming to see me play for. Yeah, and so uh, he's, uh, and he's now one of the top. And now he's a starter. Yeah. players in the NBA. Uh, he worked his way into starting the lineup. Uh, maybe who knows what his role will be this year on and off the bench? I'm sure. And signed just a to sixty extended. million dollar contract. Just got another year for fourteen million dollars by the Jazz. So it's been interesting to watch his growth as that interview series has gone on, and yes. it kicked off this week, mm-hmm. Thursday. Uh, Joe Ingles joined DJ and PK, and we'll let you hear this throughout the year as well. And uh, But here's that conversation with Joe Ingles. This is from Thursday after the Thunder game and before the Lakers game last night, obviously. So here you go, the Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. And it's time to hear from the best-looking, most charismatic. And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Yeah. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. <laughs> With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. He's back by popular request, by popular demand. The Joe Ingles Show returns with Joe Ingles. Join us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Joe, good morning. 
Good morning. How are we doing? How the hell are you, Joe? <laughs> I had a fantastic summer. <laughs> Didn't have to speak to you guys. Oh. Oh, oh, trying to hurt us. Um, oh, come on. I, I appreciate the love letters you wrote me, though. <laughs> I, I had enough uh, enough tweets to me in the summer about the show coming back <laughs> and when I was going to do it and if I, if I was going to do it. Um, but I just really had to decide if I wanted to spend 20 minutes a week <laughs> talking to you guys or not, really. Joe, you got... This year and three more years of doing this, buddy. It's part of the contract. No, this, this year and this year and two more. Three more. Read the contract. Three total. <laughs> I mean, if they want to give me some three more on top of that, then we'll start negotiating. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the word yes. <laughs> oh, Mitchell said you're going nowhere until he retires. Well, it's funny because he's so that like. Literally from day one to his, his rookie year, it's been his. He said it to me the whole time, like, "Hey, you're not retiring until I retire." <laughs> blah blah blah. And we were actually was sitting in breakfast the other day before practice, and we were doing like the numbers on it just to see. <laughs> yeah. Like he's about he's, this is his third year now, right. so he goes and plays this year. Next year is the last year of his rookie deal. He's obviously going to sign some massive. Massive deal. That's what five years for way too much money for him. <laughs> then so that's six years already. Then he's still only going to be like late twenties at that. So he's going to sign another like four or five year deal here. So that's like another eleven, twelve. I'll be like seventy four by then. <laughs> okay, we're up for there's it. No, there's no chance. <laughs> But I will stick it out with him. I do like him, so I'll I'll play with him as long as I can. Oh man! All right, so uh, you're back. The team is back. What did you learn from game one, if anything? Or did you, or do you learn really? The new guys are in, and even before camp, you're playing pickup stuff, but you're teaching them the offense, and they've watched film and talked to coach and all that. And you you knew a lot of what you yeah. saw last night six weeks ago. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I think you you learn a lot. I think a lot every every preseason game we've played so far, and and obviously the first regular season game. Um, it was nice to get a win and and beat an NBA team, but obviously preseason. I don't. I, I mean, I, I say this probably not knowing much about other teams, but I don't think anyone's really playing for for wins. But obviously, wins are nice, and and you're trying to get better each game, and. Um, for us, I think defensively was was what we learned from the preseason of just locking in and really figuring it out. And I think a lot of that too, or some of it is is the personnel and, and Quinn's system, and um, it's a lot to to take on. And we, I mean, I think we've always said it every time we've got new guys, it takes a bit of time to adjust and and get used to it um, defensively and offensively. So, um, to hold that team to, to whatever it was, ninety odd points and. Um, at the end of the day, get get a win. Um, I'm very, very confident that Mike's never going to go one for 16 with the Jazz again. <laughs> um, so to get a win and, and play through some adversity, and Boyan hurt his ankle there for a little bit, so we, we missed him um, for that little stretch. But yeah, it was uh, overall happy to get a first up win at home and um, 
we'll go in and watch film today and there's there's obviously still plenty we can improve on. So, yeah, when you're incorporating five new guys into the rotation, obviously that is going to be something that's going to take a little time. And then also, too, you're not coming off the bench. You still played 33 minutes. But I'm wondering what is the difference, if any, in your role with this team as opposed to when you're starting versus when you're coming off the bench? The minutes don't vary, but with these new guys, do you have a new role? Is it different? Oh, it's definitely different. Um, it's funny. I was actually talking to JJ Reddick the other day about it because he's he started the last six years uh, and he's coming off the bench this year, um, which he ended up starting because of Zion's injury. But we we were talking about how different it is and how how you've not only in your your mind kind of thing how you've got to adjust, but physically it's different because you you get warmed up and then you. And for that first kind of stretch, however long, depending on your, your team, how long you stretch on the on the benches at the start, and, um, it is different. I think I think one of the cool things, which obviously I've come off the bench um, here in Utah before, but um, I think the last three years you just get. I was I was very, uh, I guess, comfortable and used to starting in that role and, and playing that. I, I loved matching up on the the best of the best players at the start. And, uh, taking on that challenge. Now I get to, I think the cool part is you get to, for me, you get to sit back and kind of watch the game a little, read the game and, and see how the referees are calling it, see how the other team's playing defensively, um, see what they're trying to do offensively, what they're trying to attack. And um, you come in and there's usually a few fouls on the, on the board so you can get to the free throw line early. It's just a, it's a different, a very different way of, I guess, of thought like that for a while, but um, it definitely takes some adjustment. I, I said to, to Mike, our head of um, kind of healthcare and that, um, how, how different it was. The first game I, I did it, which was the, the second preseason game, I couldn't move the first few minutes of subbing in just because I was so used to warming up and starting it. And so we've worked out a few little things. Um, yeah, I mean it's fun. It's it's fun. New role, new challenge, and um, obviously whatever whatever helps the team win, I'm I'm happy to do. So you did win the game, and I think you won the game in large part because that was a really good fourth quarter, 32-21. Um, now, of course, you know Jazz fans were really riding the roller coaster. They want it. They want it so badly. They want it for you. They want it for them. I mean, they're just they're living and dying every possession which is a crazy way to try to get to through 82 games, but nonetheless. Um, but in the middle of the game, when you're falling behind, there's still some sense of confidence. What do you see, what do you know, that in the fourth quarter, the group is really able to take over the game? And it was different combinations of guys. It wasn't just one group that went on a run and won the game. It was different combinations. What does that, what clicks in the fourth quarter? Uh, I think just the kind of the, the – the continuity of us, us playing together and, and playing in a... Obviously, we hadn't played a game for a week as well, but just... just you, you, Once the game starts and you go into the game, you scout, you do all the, the stuff you can, and then the first few games are hard too because OKC only played a few preseason games. You watch a little bit, but even they guys, they guys don't play all... Obviously, everyone kind of load management or whatever in the, the preseason as well. And... Um, so you're figuring things out along the way, and I think we just found some things we could attack. Um, I think we found the, the Gallinari thing. We, we 
kind of attacked that a little bit, and Donovan was was great in that. Um, defensively, we were we were great. They're they're a big offensive rebounding team with, with Adams and all their wings crash every time. I think we were able to clean up the rebounds a lot more in the last quarter, and um, which gets us out running, which is what we wanted to do. And I think offensive, offensively for us, you, you just kind of figure it out along the way. We've, like I said, we figured out what was kind of working. We figured out where we wanted to go. And um, realistically, too, we're, we're, we've only got a very small part of our offensive package um, that, that we've had over the few years. And like I said, obviously, because of it... Um, getting these new guys in and, and getting them kind of comfortable with the system. We've only put a little bit of stuff in. So as we get more comfortable, we're going to have more and more staff and, and find um, easy ways to score and, um, and all that. So um, it's a good, good first up win. And like I said, we'll, we'll go watch some film, film today and head off to LA and, and obviously get better and get ready for, for the next one. So the last several years, it's been all about the Warriors, obviously, particularly in the Western Conference, and everybody knew that we were going to run through this regular season, but most likely it was going to be the Warriors, and it ended up being the Warriors. Now they've got their issues here with injuries and departures, and all these players have changed teams and everything. Do you feel, not just for the Jazz, but maybe there's five, six teams now in the West who have some sense of new life in that the door is open, there's an opportunity to get to the NBA Finals because the Warriors, as we knew them, are no more? Uh, yeah, uh, I think parts of it teams do think that. Uh, I think um, uh, I think a lot of teams were a few years ago, especially were just going to kind of wait out those next few years. Obviously, you, you, you're playing to to win, and and I think our team the last few years matched it with the Warriors kind of better than anyone. I think we we played them really well, um, but now I think there's with all the movement and change and and all that. Some teams have like Denver teams run it back with the same team as, as we did the two years ago. And um, we've had a lot of change. A lot of teams that haven't had a lot of change ha- have had a lot of change. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of teams that are really good. I think as the, the season plays out, obviously it kind of it opens up a little more and you, you figure out who, who the, the, the teams that are really playing well together as well, um, not just having good players, but, but playing together and offensively, defensively. But... Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are really good this year and um, you you really can't be kind of off your game or, or um, picking and choosing when you want to show up and, and play. It's it's so competitive that um, I, I think CJ McCollum said it the other day, it's it's too strong a conference to, to load management um, or, or sit out games or rest, um, which is which is his opinion or the, the, the Portland team, um, wh- whoever's kind of mentioned that, but um, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a really strong conference. It's a really strong league, and um, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun year. Joe Ingles joined us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. So, you know, in our role, we're supposed to have uh, thoughts, opinions, deep thoughts, and no things for sure. So you're going to say favorites, and I was going to be the favorite. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that yeah. just goes without saying. Yeah. We don't I got posters of you in my house, yeah, Joe. Absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> But is there stuff that we just can't know that no one can know? Because even though that was nice to win game one and all that, when you have this many new guys, the Jazz are still a work in progress. And everything you can say about the turnover in the Jazz roster you just alluded to, the Lakers made a lot of changes. The Clippers made a lot of changes. The Rockets made a major change acquiring Westbrook. Uh, Denver's probably pretty similar. Portland made major changes. So you guys are all going to be figuring stuff out over these first 20 and 30 games and trying to win while you do it, but you're still going to be figuring stuff out. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's why, as obviously, as much as that was game one, and it's um, a very early, early kind of reason to, to kind of use this, but um, winning one game, obviously, it's only one game, but winning like that, the way we won that game, um, it's just a, it's a really, we think it's a really good win. I think, and I think OKC will, will also creep up on a few teams and 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 win some really good games. They've got a lot of young guys, obviously Chris and and Stephen Adams, who are have been around. They'll get Robeson back, who's great defensively, but they're 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 still a really good team. Um, you don't lose Westbrook and get Chris Paul and and all of a sudden be be horrible. Um, so uh, I think they'll be really competitive I think they'll win a lot more games than, than probably what maybe what people think from the outside but for us I think it was a really good win to, to, to have a close game like that um, we, we've struggled sometimes with close games before um, or, or we've, especially last year struggled with games that we're supposed to win or that we're the favourite in for that game or, or whatever the um, the word is so I think I think for us it was a, it was a really good first up win. It was a, a gritty home win. Obviously, like you said, defensively to to hold them to 21 in the last quarter and um, and come out with a win is is really nice. So um, still tons to to watch and learn and, and improve on. But I, I think it was a really good win for us to to keep building on from from game one to game two. I was really impressed with Moutier. You know, he had a lot of hype going back to high school. I don't know if you followed it in his career and all that and a high draft choice. So I wasn't really sure of what to expect. But I thought he came in and gave you exactly what you needed from the backup point guard role. Uh, what do you think of him? I I love him. Um, I didn't know too much about him. Um, but I guess only what you know about playing against him and scouting him. Um for your own kind of games or whatever, um, but I've really I've been impressed with him from from obviously the day that I got here um, a few weeks ago and just the way he goes about. It, I think he, he's obviously he's played a lot of basketball. Um, he's still really young, but has played a lot. I think for him it was it, it's a great spot, great great team, great system um, to, to be in. I think the freedom he gets to play his style, which you saw last night, um, he, he's He's really good defensively. He's kind of um, he, he's smart. He gets his hands on it. He stays in front of his guys, and then uh, he can he can rebound it and, and push it, which is, is is great. Which all of our guards can do. And and then on offensive, he's just very he's a lot more points than I probably thought he was previous to to playing with him. Um, he, he takes his time. He he's he's obviously big and strong. Uh, which helps him finish over the, those point guards that he plays against. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think he, he's, he, he brings a perfect complement to, to what Mike brings us right now. And um, they're, they're different players, and they, they obviously both bring um, some really good stuff. So I've, I've been really impressed with him. I think he's, he's a hell of a player. Um, as all the additions we've got, I think Jeff's, Jeff's great in filling in his, his role, and uh, Boyan's been been great he's missed some, some shots but we obviously have, have pushed him to keep shooting um but everyone we've got has, has been unreal since getting here did you play with Boyan along the way anywhere never no played against him for yeah. croatia Australia, right. croatia right. that's about it all right joe well we appreciate it thanks for coming on good to have you back
There you go, Joe Ingles on with DJ and PK. A lot of fascinating stuff there, including talking about coming off the bench mm-hmm. for the first time in his career and stuff you don't really think about. But if you're like if your body is used to being warmed up and then going right away into the starting lineup, Correct, yeah. your body's warm, you're ready to go. He t- he talked about there about how he was cold by the time he got back into the game. So that's a little interesting stuff about coming off the bench versus being a starter. Well, and you also heard you also heard him say that with all the new guys that came into the Jazz this year, mostly Boyan Bogdanovich, Ed Davis, um, Mike Conley, obviously, mm-hmm. he said that we actually haven't installed all of the offense yet. Yeah, and I think you maybe saw that a little bit in last night's loss against the Lakers. Yeah, and there's not as much ball movement kind Correct. of as we're used to. And I think this is going to yeah. be a different looking Utah Jazz offense. Guys like Mike Conley thrive in pick and roll situations, and I think you're going to see more of that. The blender will still always be part of the Jazz offense, yep. obviously, but I think it's going to be a different looking offense once it's finally fully implemented. Yep. So big thanks to Joe Ingers for stopping by. Of course, the Utah Jazz in action tonight on the back end of a back to back against the Sacramento Kings, and it's a purple party. Not only because the Kings are in town <laughs> the and they wear purple, purple but it's the uh, the Jazz will be debuting their purple jerseys. It's throwback jerseys, night, yeah. yep, or classic night, I think they're calling it. And uh, the classic edition. Yeah, the classic edition. And the court is down. It looks really good. The jerseys are going to look really good. There's going to be a lot of nostalgia in the house tonight. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, get out and enjoy it. It should be a fun night. The Kings are an up-and-coming team, and if De'Aaron Fox doesn't play, that obviously takes a star off the court for them. But I love this Jazz team. I've been excited for this season, and the just the care factor for this team, I think, is going to be very, very big for everybody going forward. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure if you don't have tickets tonight, yeah, just fine. go get some. Yeah, yep. go to a game. Yep, That's, should be a lot of fun. There's some big-time opponents coming up. we got tickets yep. right now to the Clippers game next Wednesday. All you got to do is come here to Larry H. Miller, Chevrolet, and Murray. Take a test drive. You get two tickets to go see Kawhi yeah. Leonard and the Clippers. We're here for a half hour more, and while we're here, if you come down and you take a test drive, you'll get two tickets to that game uh, Wednesday, October 30th, as the Clippers are in town. Um, there's a lot of stuff going down here at LHM Chevrolet of Murray. Uh, big thanks to Larry H. Miller for having us out here. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's crazy discounts. You can get $6,000 off any 2019 Traverse, Equinox, or Colorado that's in stock. Also, you can pick any half-ton turbo or 19 Silverado heavy-duty. Those are sweet, those Silverado heavy-duties. Uh, if they're in stock and you can get $12,000 off of that sticker. Also, you get two season passes to Solitude with the purchase of any new Chevy. Or also get two nice lower bowl jazz tickets with any new vehicle while supplies last on that as well. And there's 0% financing available for 72 months on select vehicles. Sweet. So a lot of stuff going on. Um, Coming up on the other side, we're going to get into Utah versus Cal and a little Utah State versus Air Force as both those teams are in action later tonight. Also give you a scoreboard update from around the world of college football. An exciting one going down in Death Valley. And um, what a catch. Yeah, big time catch. Big time top 10 matchup going down. Um, as they head to the half. We'll get you all caught up around the world of college football. This is the Saturday Show. Jay Catch, Adrian Lizer here on the Zone Sports Network. Whether you're stuck at the mall, in the yard, or making a quick trip to the home improvement store, we've got your back. It's going to be May. This is the Saturday Show with Adrian Lizer and Jay Catch on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to Saturday Show here on the Zone Sports Network. Adrian Miser, Jay Catch, Eric back in the studio, and Austin holding down the fort here. 
checking things and making the good ship go. We've got some shirts and stuff left over, so come down and see us, yeah. as well as take your test drive and you can get a pair of jazz tickets to an upcoming game. Uh, we've got a couple hats left, a desk ornament left, and shirts, so come down and check it out. Get some jazz swag. Wow. Um, so just a score update in terms of, of college football. It's a, a team of note. New Mexico, obviously, is in the Mountain Division with Utah State. Well, Bob Davey may be looking cl- near the end of his tenure because Hawaii, who's been a decent program, holds a 35-3 to lead at halftime Ooh. in Albuquerque. They score a lot of points, that Hawaii They do, team. but that's the biggest, it's the largest laugh t- halftime lead on the road ever for the Rainbow Warriors, oh, good who for them. are notorious for coming to the mainland and struggling. They are notorious for that. So It's a long way to travel. It's not a good look for New Mexico yep. to be down that big. Um, other scores, big one going down at the half. LSU, number two in the country, hosting number nine, Auburn, mm-hmm. SEC top ten matchup. 10-10 at the half in that one. Um, a couple scares. Joe Burrow went down and Dwayne uh, Brown went down. Dwayne Brown, Derek Brown. Derek Brown went down. Yeah. And uh, both came back, though. They both come back to play, yes. Um, so the big-time players in that game. Penn State all over Michigan right now on the road, 21-0. to uh, Texas and TCU are in a shootout, 17-13. to But that's at the half. Close one there. Minnesota up big, number 17 in the country, Minnesota, 31-3. to Your three. boys lost the shutout. Come they on. They did. They're up 31-3 to three over Maryland. Oklahoma State holds a lead over Iowa State. Now on that's the, surprising. On the road, Iowa State, the ranked team, at, or Iowa State is hosting. They are the ranked team. 21-13, though, Oklahoma State leads that one. Ohio State got a statement win today. Wisconsin drops their second in a row. As Ohio State wins 38-7. to Kansas State, big upset of the day. The upset of the day so yeah, far, yeah. They uh, beat uh, Oklahoma 48-41. to Kind of a controversial ending. Uh, Oklahoma saying their player was, was pushed into the ball where on the onside kick late, but the refs deemed it as a legal touching, gave the ball back to Kansas State. They go on to win. Number 20, Iowa shuts out Northwestern uh, 20-0. Number 21, Appalachian State. Go Mountaineers, thirty baby. to three victory over Southern Alabama. Uh, later today, Alabama will host Arkansas with no Tua Tagovailoa, but I do not expect that to be much of a problem. Yeah, Mac Jones will be the starting quarterback. Of course, Nick Saban had another rant this week when they were asked about uh, so Taulia Tagovailoa, the younger yeah. brother of Tua. They're asking, "Well, is he going to play this week?" And of course, you know how Saban is. He just went off on this rant about, why are you asking me? We have a backup quarterback. His name's Mac Jones. Like, Put some respect on the yep. name. Like, okay. I assume if he's playing quarterback at Alabama, he's probably pretty good. Yeah, but it was just yeah. it's one of those Classic things. Classic Nick yeah. Saban. Yep. Uh, number four, Clemson. They take on Boston College. Clemson continuing to drop every week in they the just, polls. Their schedule's not the, – the ACC outside of them is it's not horrible. good. Yeah. Like Virginia, legitimately, Bronco Mendenhall's Virginia team might be the second best team in the ACC. And that's not to say that Virginia's not a good team, but they're not on the same caliber as some of these other colleges. All you need to do is watch the one play from the Florida State-Syracuse game today, and you'll understand what's that's going true. on in the ACC. That's uh, a good point. Number eight, Notre Dame. They are on the road at number 19, Michigan. Big one this week. for uh, That's a classic rivalry. Notre Dame trying to stay in the playoff conversation. Michigan trying to keep Jim Harbaugh. From getting fired. Uh, number 24, Arizona's at UCLA. Cal, Utah, Washington State at Oregon. Could be interesting. Yes, it could, could be. Could be interesting. And earlier in the week, number 16, SMU, got the victory over Houston. But Cal and uh, Utah, Cal comes on the road. A team with a lot of hype going into the year. Of course, their quarterback goes down, and it, what, that was all she wrote. Their yeah. defense is still really good. 
but without that uh, quarterback. Chase Garbers. Yeah, so. Chase Garbers. They come in to a tough place to play. Utah has to keep winning, so they know what's on the line as mm-hmm. USC continues to win. And we can assume that USC is going to lose down the road, but Utah needs to get one more victory or well, USC, one more victory than them yeah, throughout the rest of the USC way. USC hosts number 11 Oregon next week, and that's probably looking like, okay, that's – that's the one. That's the yep. one, probably. Obviously, you have to play the game, see how it shakes out. California, the Golden Bears, they're going to start a true freshman quarterback tonight, and that is not the environment to have a true freshman quarterback no. make his first start. Bradley and I, Lecky Fotu, John Penasini, Mika Tafua. It's like, and it's, you know, it's the, the blackout game, the dark mode game. It's they're also you doing proud the, you, night. You proud night, yep. yeah. So it's going to be – it's going to be uh, – a fever pitch up there on the hill, and the crowd's going to be into it. Um, Cal's defense will keep them in it for a time, but their offense can yeah, – it just it's inept. It might it's be inept. A, they might get two defensive touchdowns tonight, Utah. So well, if, well, here's the thing. If, if Cal wants to win, their defense is going to need to outscore their offense. And I love Cal's defense, but yeah. I don't know if they can do what you're saying no. right there. And I think what Tyler Huntley has shown so far this year, what we've seen from Zach Moss, Utah's offense – if they win this game 24-7, to Kyle Whittingham will be the happiest guy on, on the planet. Yep, and we didn't really get to talk about the ASU game last week, but, you know, a, a weather-affected game. Tyler Huntley goes down and Zach Moss go down in the same drive. Yes. and uh, But both come back by and, the end of the drive. And, and I'm not convinced that Tyler Huntley is fully healthy, but he is good enough to go, it yeah. sounds like, and they need him on the, on the field because I'm with PK in this regard. Utah's backup quarterbacks, that's a scary situation. Yeah, it's uh, Tyler Huntley. Zach Moss is a better player, I think. Yes. Better football player, but Tyler Huntley is way more important. More critical, yeah, absolutely. For what the Utes are doing. And so, um, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Tyler Huntley is going to play, it sounds like. I think they get an easy victory. The line is 20 and a half. It, it got a, I am tempted to say they're going to cover that thing. It went, and got, it went as high as 21 and a yeah. half. It's come back down a little bit. It wouldn't surprise me if they cover it. In the I, list. Not at all. I, I like Justin Wilcox and what he's doing at Cal. Yeah. Hard place to win, uh, but they are just overmatched in this one, especially without their quarterback. Yeah, if they, if they were fully healthy, we're talking they had Chase Garbers playing. It's a different game right now, though. Because like, Cal went to Washington and won that game mm-hmm. with Garbers and everything. I think a lot of people are, well, why couldn't they do that at Utah? Well, you have your top two quarterback options out. You're, one of your top receivers could be out of this game. It's not the same Cal team that beat Washington. Yep, and I, I, I'm expecting Utah to really continue rolling on offense. Yes. That defense, I mean, if they give up a touchdown, I'll be shocked if the defense gives up a <laughs> yeah, touchdown. I would be. Maybe a field goal because you never know sometimes there's a big play there yeah. always seems to be a big play in a game that gets the team down into the opponent's territory but i would expect utah to pitch a um a touchdown shutout and probably keep this a very low scoring affair tyler huntley puts up some good numbers so does zach moss and maybe they find a way to get those guys rested since they are coming off i wouldn't i don't call them in- injuries but they were dinged up in the last game yeah they, they, and tyler huntley as healthy as he is it's always good to get some rest especially with what's coming up next time exactly you got washington looming out there on the horizon for utah obviously it it's a big opportunity for utah like you said they got to keep pace with usc because you're just waiting until the trojans do falter and then you can move back atop the pac-12 south you just got to keep taking care of business tonight to me doesn't look like the game that utah should go out and struggle with definitely not the game maybe we thought it could be at the start of the year that's just how college football works you roll um, with punches. You roll, BYU's yep. rolled through three quarterbacks in three consecutive games. Like you, just, you roll with what you that's have. That's why they're so deep at that position. Yeah, okay, that's another story for another anyway, day. Um, 
But it, but, yeah. it, but you, you look at it, and Utah, this should be a game where they roll, and Utah fans should have a fun night up on the hill there at Rice-Eccles. It should be just relatively easy victory, something you can enjoy. That's the biggest thing. You, yeah, should, you shouldn't be stressing. Good night game. for football, too. I mean, the weather was horrible last time. Correct. Crowd showed up. I expect them to be there today. It's going to be a little chilly, but other than that, it's going to be a really nice night. It's late night. October. Yeah. What do you expect? It's going to be a really nice night for football. So, yep. Utah, don't miss the uh, Ute pregame show with Hans Olsen and Frank Dolce. That is at 5 o'clock. They will go till 7. Uh, at 6 o'clock, we'll split the signals as mm-hmm. the Jazz will take over on 97.5 FM uh, with the pregame with Jake Scott. Uh, and uh, I believe Coach, uh, Coach Gordy is in the house tonight. Gordy so. Chiesa tonight. All right. And so uh, we'll have that at 6 o'clock. That will be on the – 97.5 side of the dial, and uh, Jazz Kings take you all the way through postgame show, and then, of course, Utah and uh, Cal, and you will get your Ute postgame show. And then, don't forget, Utah State, they have an 8.15 kickoff. Out in Colorado out Springs. Out in Colorado Springs as they take on Air Force. I'm with Hans on that. I expect, I'm waiting for Jordan Love to have that big breakout game. Maybe this will be the one. Yeah, uh, you hope so, because I'm, I've looked at what Jordan Love came into the season, all the hype he was getting. I've compared it to Josh Allen at, at Wyoming because Josh Allen had a junior yeah. season at Wyoming where he had an NFL running back in uh, Brian Jones, I think it was his name, and Brian Smith actually, and yeah. two receivers who played in the NFL, offensive linemen who played in the NFL. They all graduated. He came back the next year as kind of the lone guy coming back yep. with a retooled offense. He struggled through that year. I feel like this is a similar situation to Jordan Love. I'm just hopeful that he's able to overcome it, like you said, and have one of those performances that th- make you think that's why – Jordan yeah. Love is who he is. Like I, I'm not surprised that they're struggling more just because of the turnover. Yeah, I don't think it's enough just to say, "Well, you're bringing your quarterback back, you should be okay." In the sport of football, you need a lot more pieces than just the quarterback to be really good. Yeah, it, 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 that is the truth. Yeah. And you know, we've seen we've seen great quarterbacks have average seasons because Correct. they don't have enough around them. Yeah. So. Um, not to say that the pieces they have are bad. They just no. are different. Yeah, they're different. And it's a different coaching staff, a different coordinator. So they've kind of been feeling through that. I expect Jordan Love is going to have a good game. He's talented. He's immensely talented. The Josh Allen comp is always the one that people go to because it's similar, well, similar it's conference, kind of West, really yeah. similar everything. And, uh, hey, if Josh Allen went, when third or something, third quarterback in that draft, Correct. I believe. yeah. And um, so he still went pretty high to the Bills, and the Bills seem happy with what they've got out of him. So yeah. uh, that's the thing about these NFL scouts. They are able to look past kind of what they, they look, see on the field necessarily. I mean, They're j- looking at the potential. Yeah, what Carson Wentz played FCS. So, North Dakota State, baby. So that you can find guys anywhere. Yes, absolutely. So should be a good one tonight. Catch Scott Gerrard on the call on that one mm-hmm. as he is there on the road. So that should be a pretty fun one. All right, yeah, so it should be a fun game. I, I'm excited. Ute fans should enjoy tonight. Like you said, the weather's supposed to come in tomorrow. Should get the game in. It should be a little, might be a little bit chilly up up there at Rice Eccles with the late-night kick. But with the blackout uniforms and everything, yeah. it's going to be a fantastic It's going to be a night. fun night. So catch that tonight. That uh, kicks on FS1 at 8 o'clock. Uh, coming up on the other side, we will wrap things up here on the Saturday show. And uh, we will make way for the Man Cave show coming up on the other side. So it should be a pretty fun show there coming up after us. And uh, also I'll just tease the movie zone because please go download it. All that coming up next here on the Saturday show. Let's go live. We talk jazz, utes, cougars, and aggies even on the weekend. weekend. You're locked on to the Saturday show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Wrapping things up here on a Saturday show from Larry H. Miller Chevrolet in Murray, 5500 State Street. Make sure you come check them out. We're out of here at 4 o'clock, so we're about just a we're just wrapping up, but uh, we'll tell you about some of their deals headed into the weekend here in just a moment. But, Jake, it's been a fun show today. It's been a lot of fun. Actually, we had a full show in today. We had a full show. It's been a while. I've yes. only We had an hour last week, and hopefully people got a chance to catch that. It was it, a quick podcast edition of the show. Yeah, it, it happens, though, because I was completely season. right on all my takes. Well, I'm sure you were. I, I was not. I think I picked Boise to win. No, well, I think we all picked Boise to win. Let's be real, actually, on that in that regard. I will say Tony Parks picked BYU to win. He did? Yes, so I will give him credit. That's On what reason? Like That what? he believed they had been underperforming, that they were going to bring it at home. With I a third-string running I back had, and a third-string running uh, that's quarterback? That's what he said, and Come he on. was right. Oh, hey. They came home after a couple of butt kickings and uh, showed what they were made of against Boise State. Okay, so credit I, to Tony. Yeah, okay. Got to give it. Shout All out right. to Tony. There you go. He yeah. was right on it. Because I – I thought that was a game that Pretty was... Pretty sure he was the one who didn't probably. Good for him. Yeah. I, I thought it was tailor-made for Boise State to come in Same. and just absolutely pummel BYU. But, I agree. Hey, that's why you play the games. Yeah. Credit to BYU. Baylor Romney looked lights out in that game for the most part. Like, he didn't play outside of himself. He's a third-string quarterback. who doesn't necessarily have the arm talent the other two BYU quarterbacks that have played this season have. But he did enough. He played well enough. And BYU, by golly, won the game. Yep. Romney for president? Sure, even though he's probably not going to start another game this year. Romney Bushman for president and vice president? No, that would be funny, actually. Put that on the slogan. Romney Bushman 20? Yeah, <laughs> 2020. But, uh, yeah, they, they they played well. They played really well, and mm-hmm. uh, congratulations. That's a hard team to win. Boise State certainly didn't look like the 14th-ranked team in the country, but maybe BYU just has to play ranked teams, and well, they win. It was the only the third win in series history for BYU. It's a 9-3 to three series history now in favor of Boise State. They've only played 12 times. Yeah. The first time they played was in 2003. Hmm. Matt Payne actually... You'd think that there would have been a longer series, but I guess it makes sense. Well, Boise didn't join Division yeah. One until, what, 96? Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, yeah, rel- more relatively recent, but Long-standing rivalry series, big isn't, win for BYU. Yeah. Now isn't it amazing how long Boise State's kind of had this run going? Okay, because I heard I heard some people talking about how well they're only. Is it a big win because they're only good in recent memory? I was like, recent memory. Fifteen years ago, they ran the Statue of Liberty. You want evidence of their long-standing yeah. BYU's win over Boise State was the first loss for the Broncos to a losing team since 1999. 20 wow. years they had not lost to a losing team. And that even includes a team like at the start of the season that say they played a team that was 0-1. Mm-hmm. None of that. Wow. So That's big time. Credit to but BYU. But it's just amazing. Like, how yes. long ago did Chris Myers blow that proposal for the Boise State guy on the sideline? That was 04. It was, it was 2000... 04 when he's like, all right, now you're going to propose to your girlfriend. And, and she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Ian, what's his last name? Uh... uh... I can't remember his name. The running Ian back. Johnson. Ian Johnson. Johnson yeah, yes. that's Austin. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer there. Yeah. Uh, that's good times anyway. Yeah, but, but I still remember that. That's what I know I'm getting old is that I remember all these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when you're a kid, you don't remember any game. You don't, but it, like it's crazy. Like any four-year-old who says they remember Stockton's shot, I'm like, okay. I remember okay. Stockton's shots vividly. Do you? Yeah. Were you four? I was not four. I was 
11? Yeah, see, that's a memory. <laughs> but still, yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, big win by them. Good job. Yeah, by absolutely. BYU. They get the bye, then they head out to Utah um, State next week. Yep, they head out to Utah State next week. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, big thanks to Larry H. Miller, Chevrolet of Murray. Come down to see them. They're going to be here. They're open the rest of the day, 55 on South State Street. Um, big thanks to anyone who came in to take a test drive. They got a couple of jazz tickets. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool of them to of, uh, of Larry H. Miller Chevy to provide that. Yes. Um, but there's crazy discounts the rest of the weekend. $6,000 off the 2019 Traverse Equinox or Colorado. You said you had a family member who drives that Colorado. They love it. They love so make it. sure you check that out. Jake brought his car in, got some service done on it. Uh, big thanks to their service department here. Yeah. It got out of here relatively pain-free. Yeah, I, I dropped and it off. And you didn't even know that you needed it. So exactly. big time shout-out to them for catching something. They caught a couple yeah. of things. I dropped it off right before the show. They finished it in the time we did this show. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, it's a little easier to wait around for your car when you're doing something. Else, when you're yeah. doing something and yeah, you're talking absolutely. sports and hitting those hot sports takes yeah. all day long. But also, pick up any half-ton turbo or 19 Silverado heavy-duty that's in stock, and you can save $12,000 off sticker. And also, if you purchase a new Chevy, you'll get two season passes to Solitude. And you may, uh, if there's supplies left, you'll get two lower bowl Utah Jazz tickets with any new vehicle. And you can also get 0% financing for 72 months. So come on in. Check them out. They do a great job down here. We love coming here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came here last year. It's been a little while, but we're glad to be back. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll be back next year or sooner than that. And no Jazz Bear cannons in our face this time. That so was it was a, a little different. A little different experience. Uh, coming up on the zone tonight, don't miss it. You've got Utah State coverage, Utah coverage, and Utah Jazz coverage. Uh, should be a fun night on the Zone Sports Network. Absolutely. For Jake Hatch and Eric Austin, I'm Adrian Lizer, and uh, we'll catch you next week here on the Saturday Show.